0: Welcome back to the Chosen Life podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Aha cohen and back yet again by popular demand. I kind of have a beef with these guys because they keep breaking my internet, and I keep having to fix it because the views are just killing our social media. They're the one, the only, the Bond Realtors. Guys, welcome back to the Chosen Life.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having us, man.
0: Happy New Year, New Year, New Threads. New timepieces, life is good. Same us. Same us.
1: Yeah, why change something that's good, right?
0: And just make it even better. Just continue to evolve. So as we have a new year now. uh, Launching up into the uh, world of the uh, literary world of bookstores, in the stores now is my masterpiece. Uh, We've talked about it as friends, you know, and I've told you, I remember years back, oh, I'm going to do this one day. And the day is here, gentlemen the Bible 3.0, the six commandments of the chosen life, my life's work, and everything I did to evolve myself to attempt to be half as good as you, I'm here. We could never write a book like this. So good
2: good on you. Congratulations. I'm going to write a book one day. Yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: So you know what I find interesting is when I talk to people I meet or I know and we talk about books, first thing is I'm going to write a book. I thought about writing a book. And then nobody believes me that I actually wrote the book. They all assume that I had a ghostwriter. Oh, yeah. Why? How do you have the time? You do podcasting. You're a partner at Corman's LLP. Uh, you're a father. Uh, you go to the gym. You do yoga. Where would you have time to write a book? And they all just naturally assume I talked into a tape recorder or something. And somebody ghost wrote it. I actually wrote the bloody thing, believe it or not. 400 pages almost. How long did it take you? So for the time I had the idea in my brain to when I reached the publisher and actually writing it, uh, nearly two years. Oh, wow. That's actually not that bad because no. people takes, usually take a lot longer. Now, you want me to blow your mind some more? Uh, if you took as far as the actual draft of the book, it's a little tough to say because it was done during the editing process. But each rough chapter took me half a day to a day. So oh, wow! I actually, so I always wrote on a Sunday. So I, I talk about this in the book, but I would, I'd wake up at like 7 in the morning. I'd be at the cottage, always on a Sunday, always at the cottage because I need to have a clear mind. Phone is off. Everything's off. No emails, right? Go and take a shower, grab a coffee. And I wrote straight from about 7, 8 in the morning to about 1 p.m. I'd write one or two chapters. So if you take aside the editing process part of it, the actual book itself probably got written in about three weeks. Oh, wow. wow. So, but,
1: th- so that's, that's the thing, right? It's, it's the process. Writing the book itself is not that, well, I shouldn't say it's not that hard, but it's not something that'll take that long.
0: Uh, it depends on the person. So the publisher told me, they said, I've never seen anybody produce this quantity and quality of work in such a short time. Yeah. But the thing was, as you can appreciate, when you're going to do something that you enjoy or something yeah, that you need yeah. to get done, when you're in that zone, right? Mm. And you're ready to do it, You're committing and I'm doing this. You can get something done, let's say, in an hour, whereas if you procrastinate or you're not feeling it or it's not going well, yeah. you could be sitting on it for two three months. Yeah. The thing was, I always got myself mentally in the zone. I was focused. I was calm. And when I went, I was in another world. It's I knew that because when I go back on a Monday and I reread what I wrote, I didn't remember writing it. Wow.
2: Well, so I'd, no writer's block, just went right through.
0: Just right through. But well. the thing was, I suffered for over 10 years of writer's block. Because wow. I was not in any kind of zone. I couldn't write a single thing. Like I went and wrote leases and clauses for real estate transactions. Yeah. But as far as from the blogging world and the writing world, there was writer's block and reader's block. I just couldn't consume anything because I wasn't in the mental sphere for it. And I kind of look at it and I say to myself, man, I lost 10 years that way. But on the other hand, I went and did other stuff for those 10 years and I got myself ready. So the bottom line is it's here today. I'm at peace with it saying, you know what? I built the greatest book I could have written. I'm happy with the quality of the art. And it just, it's its a great feeling marking it off the bucket list. Cause I know so many people that got that bucket list, yeah. but they're saying it's a list of impossibilities. I'm telling you all, I thought I'd never actually do it. It's here.
2: Good on you. So what made you initially say, Hey, I'm going to write a book.
0: My mom says that I was around grade three and I came to her. So Uh, I grew up in a very strict uh, immigrant family. I don't know if you know what that's like. So I'm joking because we all have our own uh, cultures, but we all grew up in the same kind of uh, household where it was, you know, you got to be at the dinner table, please and thank you, finish everything on your plate. I don't care if you're here till midnight. You're going to finish every single crumb on your plate, right?
1: Don't don't remind me about that.
0: So I, I grew up in a family where they drive me to the library every Saturday. I get to pick out seven books and this is from grade one on, okay? Seven books. And you have seven days to read these books. So every day you've got to finish a book. Wow. Yeah. So that, that's where they put me into as far as the love of reading or the force of reading. And by about grade three, I said to my mom, one day I'm going to write a book. Mm-hmm. And I came to her now years later. She's still alive, fortunately. And I came to her and I said to her, mom, you know what? Uh, I spoke with a publisher and I'm going to write a book. That's it. No way. What did, what did she say? Really? What do you, what do you, what do you have to talk about? You're not that, wow. it, you're not that interesting. Really? Wow. Somebody's going somebody's to read you. And I looked at her and I said, that's why I'm in therapy, mom. You know what? <laughs> for that kind of answer. But you know what? <laughs> I'm good with that. Use it as fuel, buddy. In her mind, she's not putting me down. In her mind, it kind of, it's supposed to invigorate a fire. Right. But for somebody that is not strong-willed or let's say eight years old. Yeah. Yeah. It's sure. tough. It's tough. But for all of us, as we grow up in different experiences, if it doesn't break you, it makes you stronger. Yeah. So I got to ask you both because, you know, you know me pretty well. We've uh, dined many, many times, talked about various life subjects. Are you shocked at all me sitting here and telling you I came out and wrote this book and it's called The Bible 3.0, The Six Commandments of the Chosen Life?
2: i mean, I'm not surprised that you did it because you're very, you're very headstrong when you say you're going to do something, you do it. So, so no, I mean, it's like good on you for, for, for doing it.
0: And I appreciate you. Yeah. And I appreciate the support. Seriously. Like it's, it's important. I've noticed like it's, you know, growing up, especially, you know, when you're deep inside books and if you grow up with not a lot of friends, you reach university, you start working and you say, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to meet new people. And I think the circle I have is the circle I have. And I still got friends from grade one that we still get together every so often, you know. And you guys are proof that, hey, later in life, you can meet good people with good energy, positivity. And you know what? You can take your life to a different sphere. If I don't meet you years back, I don't know my life is the same the way it is. You know, everybody touches you in different ways. And I got to thank you both for your energy that you helped me along my path. Certainly. Well, same goes
1: for you, man. Absolutely. right. So it's a it's a two way road. So we appreciate it as well.
0: So I got to ask you guys as experts, as far as if you look under the uh, the dictionary, if you see something called the chosen life, I would say these are two experts as far as living the chosen life. You look like you live the chosen life. You are living chosen (laughs) life. You are being the best user you can be. I got to ask you, if somebody comes to you and you're testifying in court, you're saying you are chosen life experts. Can you please help us define the chosen life? What is your definition?
2: That's a good question.
0: That's the reason what why I'm hosting. For a
1: well, this is in, in your definition or no, no, just in general?
0: I gotta ask you somebody asked you to define it. What would be your definition?
1: Um, I'd have to say, like, like, being successful. And then you're gonna ask, what's your definition of successful? And I would say, successful in every aspect, right? Like, there's no limit. Successful mentally, successful psychologically, successful physically. And now you're going to say, well, what do those mean, right? So mentally, you got to be, in my opinion, you got to be doing good. You got to be sharing knowledge. You got to be helping people. Psychologically, you yourself have to feel good. Because some people do good, but they feel like not. they don't feel good themselves, right? And then physically, you got to be in shape, man. You got to look good. You got to feel good because everything comes together. So if you have all that, now you could contribute to the world. And then you contribute to your business, to your family, to your friendship, so that's, that's what I feel. You just got to walk around and emit positivity everywhere you go.
0: Seb, same question?
2: Uh, what? Ask it again. What's my <laughs> idea of the chosen what, what life? Is, uh, what is your
0: definition? Seb's in his own world. He's uh, got a definition. Yeah. He's, he's already on top of like three. Like my chosen, like... <sighs> what is your definition of the chosen What's life? What's your
1: definition of a good life, really? That's, that's all
2: he wants to know. I think, like, I'm, I'm living it. Like, I'm not... I know it sounds like you know Except now a simple guy nowadays a everyone way. is always kind of looking for more and everyone wants to um i guess publicize their their uh, you know issues or problems for lack of a better word but like i'm i'm pretty content like i can't say i i i go home or i wake up at no, night no but hang on
1: hang on no no he's not he's not saying that he's yeah not. so
2: my chosen life is the life i'm living now which is yes describe like you it. said so describe it so so I'd like to say being in shape, but I don't know any better. So like, I don't feel- You were in shape. I don't wake up and ago, say to myself, shape. oh, I feel like shit, you know? So I think like, I'm in, I'm in good shape, right? Of course, I could be in better shape. But what I'm saying <laughs> is like, my health is not weighing me down. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, mentally- You want me to answer for you?
1: Yeah, go ahead. Seb's idea of the chosen life yes. is a peaceful life. Okay, in every way, just living peacefully. Okay, No drama, no headaches, being with his family, smooth business, just
0: peace. I'd love to have the same life. Yeah. I'll oversimplify this. I tend to oversimplify everything because I think at its core, things don't have to be very complicated. Bottom line is, could I bring you anyone else in the world that I could tell you, do you want to trade places with them? And if the answer is no... Then you're living your chosen life. You're happy you know, with who you, t- you are. Something.
1: This is this is something I think about, okay? Because the answer is no, predominantly for me. Yeah. However, there's one dude where I think to myself, I'm like, like this guy's lived a good life, And like you don't know the details, so you don't you don't actually know what they really really went Stallone? through. And, no, not Stallone. No, Stallone's close. Oh, Short, I know, I know. Schwarzenegger and kidding. the oh. reason why but like listen he's he's he, i don't know if he's divorced and this and that and the whole thing oh yeah. is you he, he ever, the whole thing he, with the, he, ever. The he knocked whole,
2: up his nanny yeah the whole thing with really? the nanny so obviously
1: there's some stuff going on there right yes. uh, like but like at the end of the day like i'm not going into that right on the surface and the reason why i say that yeah. like this guy left austria mm-hmm. went into bodybuilding was extremely successful went to the top changed the world of bodybuilding completely went into movies, changed the world of movies, and then went into politics. Obviously, he didn't change the world of politics because politics is up to lunch anyways. But like, this is a guy who has touched many, many people. And he, he, from what I see, he's lived an interesting life.
0: But here's the issue with your plan.
1: No, I, like I'm not saying I would because yes. I, I'm smart enough to realize I don't know the intricacies of people's but lives. But here's
0: the way it would work if it's going to work that way. You would fall asleep that night. And he'd fall asleep tonight. You guys wake up the next morning. You're now in 77-year-old Arnold Schwarzenegger's body. No, do I don't you? want to do that. Right. No, no. Right. no, no. I, I, I remember working with a gentleman once. And I don't know if he was worth $50 million or whatever he was, right? And I'm in my late 30s, and this guy's in his 70s. And I said to him, let me ask you a question. You're pretty well-to-do, right? He goes, yeah, I got a few generations worth of money. I said, without knowing my bank account right now, Would you trade places with me to be my fit, my age, my bank account, and I take over your body with your bank account? He looks at me and he goes, in a second. And I looked at him and I said, so who's really rich then? Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. I I found you for example said right, but you changed the question around but all right no because ahead. no you got to switch places with somebody but you can't yeah, yeah. no 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 I didn't too. know you were
1: talking about literally switching places no it has to be switching no no gentlemen no, i don't have the technology
0: no, no. to do a time machine too yeah, like you're no, really no, pushing I your you were luck you
1: saying go through the
0: experiences of someone oh no no you assume too much Yeah, so i, did, I, I, did, I would I try did, and did.
2: find Someone as similar to me, yes. but with like 50 mil in the bank. So like, I don't have to work, but like, I'll probably work, but.
0: But let me ask you like this. I probably wouldn't
2: be showing houses realistically. <laughs> but like, Seth,
0: if you, if you do that. Yeah. And you do the next day, you're now living that guy's life. You don't know your wife. You don't know your kids. You don't know your well, family. You don't know your friends. Does you're You're remember, now, you're now remember him? Him. them? It's all, no, it's all gone. Oh, so then you got nothing uh, to lose because no, you're
2: not going to remember anything. Uh, well, yeah, but no, then I wouldn't trade it. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. I i look at him, i look at my son he just turned 18 i would not trade him for 100 million dollars i don't care yeah because, well, of
2: course of course
0: but th- but there are people that would and that's the thing at the end of the day yeah. is and and not just because they don't care about the people around them it's because they're not happy with their own life you give them a chance as a do-over and you're like There's put me in, in somebody like else's that. body i can be in a 17 year old body a 27 year old body and this person's worth 50 million 100 million i can start over and fix my crappy life but if you're really happy with your life guess what the money don't really matter the houses don't really matter if you're content and you go to sleep at night, you wake up in the morning and you're doing what you got to do. I think that to me is, at least for me, my chosen life.
1: But listen, I've, I've had this conversation debate with a lot of people. Oh, I don't need money. Money doesn't bring happiness. Great. It doesn't. I agree. OK, but if you already have happiness, money makes you happier, man. I don't care what anybody says. You know why? Sure. Yeah, there you go. Of course See, it does. Yeah, so that's the one thing. Everybody says, oh, I don't need money. I don't need money. Who no says one's, they don't,
2: Who says they don't need money? Everybody. A lot of people say that.
1: A lot of people say, oh, no. My, a lot of people say money doesn't bring happiness. That, not that they don't need it. It says it doesn't bring happiness. And mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Mm-hmm. But if you are happy and healthy and you have a lot more money all of a sudden to spend and invest, you're going to
0: be happier. Of and, course. You'd and the other, thing so I'll ch- the other thing I'll challenge those people on I'm sorry to say this because I've been there, and I know we've all been there at different points. When you got X amount of dollars coming in from your job, and the bills come every single month, and you're like, I don't know if I can pay my hydro bill today, and I don't know if I can go to grocery shopping, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to fill up gas. Uh, That's very stressful, and that kind of stress takes away from happiness. That's right. So when you have enough money that you can pay your bills, and you can eat wherever you want, and travel wherever you want, you don't have to think about those things – absolutely, I think that does add to it because it allows you to spend the time doing the things that make you happy. For sure. But I know a lot of people that are worth many millions of dollars and they're the unhappiest people because it was handed to them because they never had to work a day in their life. There's no work ethic. They don't appreciate any of it. And it's that woolly me attitude, you know? And that's where I think, as I'm ending today's episode, I got to ask you guys, when we're talking about the Bible 3.0 and the six commandments of the chosen life, it all comes down to life systems. It comes down to routines, having a system, looking at you guys and what you've done in your life and where you're headed. I don't see that you are gonna be able to reach those stars and beyond where you want to be at if you don't have routines and you don't have a game plan, right or wrong.
1: You're right, man. Yeah. You need a strategy. You need systems. You you need organization, even in life. Otherwise, no matter what you do, you're not going to get good at it. You're never going to excel. You're never going to succeed. Whether it's business, whether working out, eating playing a musical instrument like you need a system and you need to be organized because if you just you want you want you want to play the drums right you start playing the drums once a month you do a couple of things whatever no if you don't have some sort of organization to get better at it you're not you're not gonna succeed and being successful in something gives you that sense of accomplishment you feel good so that contributes to your happiness as well
2: up no absolutely he hit the, he hit the nail on the head right.
0: And I think at the end of the day, in everything we all do when we get good at it, very few of us were born with it. It took practice, practice, practice. If We didn't like what we were doing. Everything we're doing, whether it's in business, it's in life with family, it's in how we go to the gym, it's even our eating routines. You're practicing, 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 and you keep refined, refined, and you're never going to get there because it's a continual road that evolves. So, gentlemen, thank you for doing what you do and inspiring people to look their best, Feel their best and find their success in life. This is Hove, Seb, the Ball and Realtors. I'm Jonathan A. Cohen. And Hove, when you're consuming this book and you're done, yeah. we're going to have you back on and talk yeah, about yeah. your experiences I love it. with I the love Bible that. 3.0.
1: Absolutely, man.
0: Stay tuned. Amazon, Barnes and Noble, get your copy.